The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Yes, and welcome everybody to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes, the coronavirus has hit here in the Raleigh area. Um, we have actually several people in quarantine right now. We're going to be talking about that today. But the Stop Stopping Yourself show is where I get to use my 37 years of experience as a metaphysician, a spiritual teacher, and a psychotherapist um, to provide you with the tools to recognize and let go of unconscious blocks so you can create the life of your dreams. And sometimes in order to do that, I need to bring that famous, or I should say that infamous box that's usually referred to as the soap box to stand on today, because today is me getting on my soap box to talk about the coronavirus, unbelievably damaging rhetoric, and the attacking nature of some people out there that are causing more harm than good and adding to all of the nonsense that's going on right now. So we're going to clear that up as much as possible. And I'm going to give you my psychic prediction about the coronavirus. If we look back, there actually has been Um, There have been a few predictions about this virus, and it seems that uh, End of Days, written by Sylvia Brown, it's been posted that she actually quoted in there in 2020 that she saw a a pneumonia type of disease spreading um, that was going to, um, you know, cause some devastation, then disappear, then come back again later on. So... It's in the mix, but um, we're going to talk more about that. But I I, I want to say, what is a soap opera, a soapbox to start with? And, and the reason why I just uh, slipped and said soap opera is the soapbox concept actually came from soap operas. And the reason why they were called soap operas, those daytime melodrama shows, is because the soap companies sponsored them for the most part in the beginning. Um, If people remember powdered ivory snow, right, that you used as detergent. And then there was Dove and there were all of those soaps. So soap manufacturing companies sponsored and paid for uh, those dramas to be on TV. Um, and then, of course, other commercials came along and began to sponsor them. But they took on the name Soap Opera. So a soap box is very similar in that it's a little dramatic when somebody gets 
lights on it, and usually you hear them. They're the ones that can be standing out in the middle of the street of Manhattan and and um, tell you that you must repent because the end of days is coming, and 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 that has been going on since I was a little kid. So it's been 65 years since the world has been ending at least in my lifetime, and I'm sure before that as well. And so that's what's considered a soapbox, right, where it becomes a little melodramatic. So I'm only using that sarcastically when I say I'm going to get on my soapbox because um, it is a little bit more dramatic because we need to be paying attention to some things. We need to um, talk about some things that may not sound pleasant but are for our good and benefit. Now, those of you, I've got some great, wonderful, loyal listeners out there. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. I even have a ton of young people. When I, now, when I say young, I actually am getting emails from 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds and 14 and 15 and 16 and 17-year-olds, though I cannot really legally talk to them in great depth, um, but they're questioning their future, their lives, their spirituality at such an early age from all over the world, mind you. Some of these people, um, I am, I'm actually just recently been speaking with somebody from Tunisia um, and, and parts of the world where it's more challenging to live. And I find it fascinating that these young people are, are becoming so open to wanting to understand spirituality and who they are, greater than any other 12 or 13-year-old, especially during my time. So I, I love the fact that they can relate to me in some way. And I think it's because I really get down, I'll get in the gutter with you to talk. All right, I'll get down on the street level to talk with you if that's going to help you understand. And that's what today is going to be a little bit more about. I've got to get down to the street level with you. All right. So today is not about being in a spiritual center and feeling holy, even though these words um, that I'm about to share with you today um, have been delivered before, the message and the way they've been delivered before by some of the holiest people, uh, by some of the most spiritual people. You know, spirituality isn't about walking around and oming all day long. You've heard me say this over and over and over again, and I have to keep saying it. Spirituality and being spiritual and being highly evolved is not about walking around in total peace and harmony all day long. Because if you're walking around in peace and harmony all day long and you're watching what is going on in the world today, you're denying something. You're denying your own perception and reality of seeing negativity. Now, 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 here is the thing. We don't have to respond like everybody else and lash out in hatred and anger, and we'll be talking about that because that's been going on unbelievable. And it also doesn't mean that you ignore it, that you don't point it out, 
I have wonderful, wonderful um, colleagues and dear friends and soul brothers and sisters and um, who who are stand with me in the way they speak, the way they tell it like it is, the way they call out the elephant in the middle of the room. Because if you don't call out the elephant in the middle of the room, it crushes everybody and it turns into a herd and a stampede, literally, which is what's been going on for the past few years. And you think we'd be learning and opening up our eyes. Now, to my listeners, these words are not necessarily just meant for you but they're meant to validate maybe the way you're feeling and help you in your own frustrations. However, however, even if you think you're spiritual, you can be doing some of the things that I'm going to be talking about today. You can be blindly responding in a way that is more destructive than it is spiritual. I, I know too many spiritual people that are acting that way, okay? They're, they're either acting in great fear, they're acting in great denial, or they're acting in great retaliatory means. So, so this is the reason why I wanted to dedicate the show today, especially to that, to uh, the nonsense that has been going on because of the coronavirus. You know, it was one thing, and it's been one thing, with the political nonsense that's been going on since 2016 until today. And you think we would learn. You think some people would have their eyes open, but they still get themselves involved in some nasty, negative, mean stuff. And meanwhile, here's, here's the ironic thing about that. I cannot tell you how many times I've been called mean for pointing out someone else's meanness. I love that. And I do it lovingly. I do not attack and I do not judge, but I will call it what it is. And that recently just happened to me. Actually, that conversation with an old time friend who is no longer has friended me. They 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 blocked me on their Facebook because I commented on a very negative, nasty, mean post that she posted that is supposed to be constructive. And she's an angel messenger, she proclaimed. And I'm sorry, they're going to be the first that I am going to point out because they're the most destructive. And you've heard me talk this way before. And of course, it continues. It continues. Okay. You've seen and you've read some of my posts. And yes, they can be strong, but they're strong in nature as also are my readings. If you need to be shaken by the shoulders to save your soul, to save your life, call upon me. I will be the one to do that. As I said, when I was a hospice social worker, I was the one who lovingly and compassionately 
told my patients they were dying. They needed to know, they had the right to know, they had things they wanted to complete, get done, and their own doctors and their own medical teams were too afraid to let them know why they were being put on hospice. And they would lie to them, and I would never lie to them. And every single one of my patients thanked me. I fed it to them, but I fed it to them gently. And as all the words that I'm feeding you today, understand it's because of love. I want to see us all together in glory, in joy, in wonderment, in self-belief, in love, and feeling that. I don't do the work I do for my sake, though I am rewarded with it. I, I am joyful and feel fulfilled doing it, absolutely. But it's because I truly want to be a benefit to everybody else out there. So let me break down some of the things that I am talking about. Let's start with the coronavirus, okay? I did a lot of research on this, and I even pulled up some numbers from John Hopkins Hospital. So, yes, yes, the flu has has hit over 291,000 to 646,000 deaths worldwide. The flu worldwide. In the United States alone, 12,000 to 61,000 deaths occur from some flu per year. I didn't even realize the coronavirus is pulling up all these other numbers here so that we get to really see what's going on out there. Wow. Okay. So since, since recent days, the corona or COVID-19, approximately 4,087 deaths reported worldwide. That number is very low at this point. These are old numbers. They're constantly being increased. 27 deaths in the U.S. as of March 10th. Okay, as of March 10th. Okay, so yes, does it sound like the flu, the flu that we've been dealing with for the past how many decades? That's been coming up, all different strains of it, right? Year after year after year, the flu comes along. Yes, of course. Yes, you accumulate it. This number one is a whole year's worth of numbers. We've been dealing with this virus for a couple of months. It may have been here earlier, but the numbers that are being gained now and how many people are being affected and then how many people are dying are only a small amount in a short period of time. So, and, and I'm telling you why, I'm not telling you all of this to scare you more, okay? Because the numbers are out there. They're, I'm making a point, I'm making a point. So bear with me, listen with me. But here is what John Hopkins and several other major expert hospitals that are examining this and studying this are saying. The COVID-19 situation is changing rapidly. Since this disease is caused by a new virus, people do not have any immunity to it. And a vaccine may not be around for many months. So what they're saying is that 
though the flu that's been around and and varied strains of it have been around and killing a lot of people, other people have at least been able to develop immunity towards it, which is why it's not killing everybody. And not everybody is getting a vaccination either. So we develop that. That's the whole point is we develop it. Unfortunately, COVID-19, this coronavirus, is not giving us a chance to develop any immunity towards it. There is no immunity towards it. So it's fresh, it's new, it's unlike any other virus strain. Okay, then here's the rest of that. Doctors and scientists are working on estimating the mortality rate of COVID-19, but at the present, it is thought to be higher than most strains of the flu. That's what they came out with recently. They believe coronavirus will kill more people than the common flu. Okay, so why am I saying that? I'm saying that because I am so tired of hearing the doctors, Dr. Drew, who thinks he's so intelligent and everybody thinks he's intelligent, and any other doctor who is sitting out there and telling media to shut up and telling people to stop getting hysterical and people walking around saying, the flu kills more people, I don't have to worry about the coronavirus, it hasn't killed me. Oh my God, people, stop. Just stop, stop putting down information. Stop complaining about it. Stop hating and and criticizing and judging people who are scared. And it's it, we, we have a reason to be scared. All of a sudden, this hit us out of the blue. Not to mention, not to mention, when the flu comes along, it seems to be the only thing we have to deal with at one time. All right, this coronavirus has come upon us after half of, of Australia burning down, half of earthquakes out in the middle of the sea, and tsunamis, and volcanoes erupting, and, and whatever, tornadoes wiping through towns at one o'clock in the morning, wiping out people um, that were totally unprepared. You know, when you get all of this occurring at one time, you are going to get upset, hysterical people. Let's have some compassion. That's number one. Okay, let's have some compassion. Let's stop yelling and and condemning people as if they are purposely using this for their agenda. So now all of a sudden the coronavirus became politicized. That is what that woman posted. Now all of a sudden it's politics involved and the, the Dems are creating hysterica, uh, hysteria. We, we, we humans are creating hysteria, okay? Um, we are not purposely creating it. It, it, is, it is happening. We're hearing the numbers, right? And so the more we lash out at people because of these things, the more we, we try to normalize it, and put out there, oh, big deal. Why would you want to ignore the fact that, okay, we're not dealing with the flu right now. 
and they've developed vaccines for that. We've got something new coming along, a new play, which, by the way, at the beginning of January, I also predicted on the George Norrie Coast to Coast show that we were going to be hit with a plague um, at uh, sometime early this year. I wasn't sure what it was, but I knew it was going to be that kind of a disease that that was became a pandemic and worldwide. Um, so, so yeah, though I did hit that one. I'm sorry that I was correct, quite honestly. But with this is what we're faced with now. So let's just focus on dealing with it. Okay, let's focus on dealing with it. Let's stop criticizing people for for them being upset and being scared. That doesn't help. Yeah, it's so funny because I know people right, who say they they love people, and then there's the other group of people who basically hate people because they think they're the cause of every other problem except themselves, right? And and then the good people who call themselves loving and Christian-like and they walk that good path, they develop such anger towards the people who have hatred and bigotry and ignorance, right, that they are just as negative and bad as them. So, so just because you're coming from it at a different angle and a more sounding positive one, but you're still condemning and you're still hurting and you're still lashing out like that at people, does it make it any better? Okay, so now you're saying, I hear you. Oh, well, then what are you doing, Vince? That's so different. I'm pointing it all out. There's the difference. I'm not condemning anybody for what they're doing. I want them to be aware of what they're doing so that they can change it. And yes, sometimes those words, when you're making them aware, can sound harsher, but it's not the person I am putting down, okay? It is the actions. It is the thoughts. It's the beliefs. It's the, the lack of love and compassion. So it's not coming from an opinion, it's coming from an observation and an awareness. And we have to make those changes because it is no better to turn around and deny what's going on than it is to become hysterical about it. And I'm not, I'm, believe me, I'm gonna be talking about the hysteria of this too. But there's too many, and I see it all the time on social media, and I'm just hearing it everywhere. I'm hearing it from professionals. I mean, really, I mean, Dr. Drew was on, gosh, I, I don't remember what was the show that he was being interviewed. I think it was like maybe 2020 or Dateline, and he just blasted the media. Media should shut up. I think he was on The View or something like that, or The Talk, Talk daytime show the media should just shut up they don't know what the heck they're talking about and they're oh it's it, the you know the flu has always been the worst and blah 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 and this is a man who's talking who's not directly involved in the studies he may be doing his own study but he is not working with these scientists and doctors to come up with the cure he's just a famous one who's getting out in the public and adding more hysteria by the way he is responding to those. And then people start siding with him. And then as soon as the siding comes along, there, there is a group of people who are completely worried about it. And then the group of people who think that the people worried about it are completely stupid and ignorant and you don't have to worry about anything. And the other group of people purposely don't even wash their hands to prove they're not gonna get sick, dumb stuff. 
dumb stuff and they're completely arguing against each other and then all of a sudden one person points out that the other side is democrats and i'm like holy cow how did that even how did the discussion about a virus turn into political party affiliation i'm like this is, see, see, we have become so polarized. Understand this, we've become so polarized that we no longer have these varied views and open-mindedness. We're either believing this or we're believing that, and, and, and that's it. Now, yes, I have always said in life, life is black or white. Now, if you're looking at it, you can actually see how it's polarizing into black or white. Instead of black or white, let's use, let's use dis different terms. You're either believing this or you're believing that. There doesn't even seem to be a middle ground anymore for that. And when it comes to a disease, it's not about being black and white. You don't even compare it to black and white. You don't even, you're not even supposed to polarize it. You're supposed to just come together and understand this is what's going on. Okay, so what can we do now? What's the best thing to do? It shouldn't be a polarization at all. That's my point. A polarization is caused when we are separated from our higher source. When we are separated from spirit, there will always be a polarization. And the polarization, either poles don't even have to be part of a connection at all. It's a disconnect completely. Because when you are connected there is no polarization there is no either this nor that or that here or there there's only there not even there's only with with source with god there is no black or white with god it's it's just all color right it's 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 not a matter of, of being right or wrong here or there, this view or that view. It's one view. It's the only view. And the view we need to have now, I will discuss on the other side of the commercial. We are, we are coming to that time now. So I'm going to be talking about now the hysteria when I get back. And then what we need to do to protect ourselves truly from the coronavirus and from all this rhetoric that's going on out there. So stay with me. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. And we are talking about important current events, the coronavirus, the rhetoric, the, the rhetoric, the attacking, the hurting out there. So join me right after the commercial break in a couple of minutes, okay? We're gonna continue this conversation. Thank you for joining me today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. 
Yes, welcome back. This is your host, Vincent Jenna. And uh, on the other side of the commercial, we were talking about the coronavirus and how people are acting out there. And on this side, we're going to be talking about how you can help yourself, protect yourself, all of that wonderful stuff, right? So before um, we went for a commercial, we were talking about the people that are lashing out at those who are concerned about the coronavirus, that people that believe that the flu kill more people, what is everybody getting upset over? Um, we've been dealing with the flu for years. It hasn't bothered you, it hasn't bothered me. Yes, millions of people have died every single year from the flu. Basically what they're saying is, what is the big deal about this coronavirus that everybody is making? And so because everybody is making it a big deal, there's all these conspiracies as to why they're making it a big deal. They're making it a big deal because they're using it politically. They're making it a big deal. What, what this was also interesting is every time that they said, every time that there's an election year, something comes along that either gets in the way of what the, the, the candidates are doing or saying, or that one of the candidates is actually inciting it in order to gain popularity, all this bull crap, whatever it is. But this is a virus, and I'm going to tell you why it's come along. We're going to we're going to talk about that now. But yes, we're talking about been talking about the people who are attacking everybody else who's concerned about the coronavirus. There's even professionals that have been on TV, and um, and of course the thing that gets attacked the most is media. But before I go there, I want to talk about now the hysterical people. Okay. No, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to hold off on the hysterical people because I want to include them in the spiritual way of handling all of this. Okay? So let's talk about the attacks on media. Oh, and you've heard me again over and over talk about this. I am really so tired. People speak without having a sense of knowledge, experience, understanding, intellectual evidence under their belt. They just speak and form opinions because they've heard it from somebody before, they like it, they just want to say what they want to say, even if they're 100% wrong. Let me tell you something about media that people tend to forget. Okay, it was media that broke the crime of Richard Nixon. Before that, it was media that caused the stop of the Vietnam War. People tend to forget that when the Vietnam War was going on, the government was only releasing to the media what they wanted the public to know, which was very little. And the media was receiving <clears throat> anonymous calls from soldiers telling them what was really going on in Vietnam. And before the media would even advertise any of that, they sent their own journalists right into the war, right up to the front lines, okay? People have received 
um, awards for their reporting. Then the media and these journalists came back and said, oh my gosh, here is pictures and evidence of what's really going on. And then the media started to spread that around and post all of that and show those images, which made the American people furious because they were told they were being protected against communism. They had no idea that the government was killing innocent children and women and communities in order to, to meet their agenda. And the moment that American, and this is where real American people come out, when they care about humanity and when they care about injustices and they stand together. And so then it was people not just Jane Fonda, but the American public that stormed in writing to their congressmen and saying, this has got to stop, that they finally, finally took steps to end the Vietnam War because the people were protesting and using their voices as loud as they possibly could to stop the inhumanity that we were causing, not that was being caused by another country. It wasn't about that. It was about the inhumanity we were causing. And Americans cannot abide their own people being inhumane. It's only today that we've lost the full American ship that we used to have. And it was media people media who brought that to our attention, brought that to our attention. We have to understand that that is the purpose of media, to inform. They did not create the coronavirus, nor are they intending to create hysteria so that they could make money being listened to or watched and everybody having commercials with them. It is so nonsensical to think that media is gaining anything by exploiting the the exploiting the coronavirus now now i will admit that there are times that they certainly dramatize why do they dramatize because they know people like sensationalism and so if this broadcast company can show something and show it in its sensationalist uh, sensationalized state before this company has they become more popular and of course it's all about numbers and you watching and listening but it isn't about it isn't about making false things the fake this is how bad our our president has undermined the media it is so bad that that people don't even know what to listen to. They're only reporting numbers out there. So every time you see the news turn around and tell you, how else do you know? How else would I have known that Raleigh has the coronavirus now? And in the meantime, we'd be walking around blinded and safe, feeling safe, feeling secure. Now, oh, we don't have to worry about the coronavirus. It's not here. It's only in China. Well, it was the news coverage that let us know you've got to be a little bit more cautious now because it is in your area. So you see, 
It's our own responses and reactions that we are projecting and taking out on others, right? Tell the media to shut up. No media, don't shut up. Thank goodness you don't listen to the rhetoric that's going on out there. You keep reporting, okay? It's up to me, it's up to us to filter what we hear. So that leads me to the next and most important part in how to deal with this coronavirus and anything, anything. First, we are body, mind, and spirit. If you are not currently cleaning yourself correctly, whether or not there's a flu or a virus, you're a fool. There's bacteria everywhere. We're supposed to know already we're supposed to wash our hands. I think it's ridiculous they even need to have those signs up in every bathroom. I'm sure they have it in the ladies' room because they have it in the men's room. Signs, employees must wash their hands after going to the bathroom. I'm like, just employees? Other people that go to the bathroom, go up to the counters and touch the counters. They go up and grab the straws, grab, okay, uh, okay. Right. This is where I laugh, I love this, I love this. Uh, there, there are germaphobes out there, right? And I'll be standing next to a germaphobe and she's using her elbow or he's using her elbow to move this around and move this around. But now they get a glass of, of uh, uh, a cup of Coke, right? Or some soda and they're fishing for a lid. And while they're fishing for a lid, you know those lids don't come apart easily and they're all stacked together, right? And they're not hygienically sealed. And so you're fishing and grabbing a lid while you're touching the other lids, right? And other people have done that that just came out of the bathroom, but because they weren't an employee, they didn't wash their hands. And now you're putting the lid on <laughs> your soda and you're not even thinking about that. So, so you know, th there are things that go on in life that you don't even know that you're getting involved in. And you've been doing this for the longest time. And guess what? You haven't died from a, the, a lid of a soda cup. So because our bodies are capable of, of taking care of things. That's what the immune system is for. But we're supposed to be reasonable and smart and wash our hands and clean ourselves. Okay, so that, that would be your normality, washing your hands. Also, eating right, getting enough rest, upping your immune system, especially when it's disease time, flu time, when there's more of that stuff in the air. We should be doing that naturally anyway. So, so taking loving steps to take care of your body is not hysterical behavior it is normal and and righteous behavior that is what you're supposed to be doing so right now yes up your your immune system vitamin c is being said to be the most effective and and what i've been reading and you can read this yourself i'm not a doctor so i'm not you know claiming to know anything but what i have read from 5000 to 10000 milligrams of vitamin c today is going to be very effective okay more than just your normal normally we would get maybe 2000 grams of vitamin c in a day 
But now, with the, the coronavirus, um, uh, the World Health Organization, there was even a video on that. You can research that yourself. Um, that they recommend in flu season to be taking 5,000 to 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. Your system, vitamin C cannot hurt you. Your system will flush it out if if it doesn't need it. Okay, that I do understand. So boost your immune system, right? Eat properly. Why do you have to wait until there's a disease going around anyway to eat properly? Be cautious under circumstance like this, okay? Now would not be the time to go to a conference with 3,000 people. You know, staying at home during that time is not being overly cautious. It's being smart, okay? You know, I, I've got... I've got even spiritual minded people saying, well, why should I change the way I act? It's just adding a caution. You're not putting into the 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 um, law of attraction that you're going to get the coronavirus. What you're putting out into the universe is I'm smart. I'm going to take care of myself. OK, people, all you spiritual minded people who may be disagreeing with me right now and saying, Vince, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You're supposed to walk around knowing that nothing is going to harm you and affect you. Well, then, damn, everybody, don't pay attention to that stoplight. And while the cars are zooming by, you go walk across the street in the middle of that because you believe that the law of attraction is going to save you and not get you hit by a car. May you be fortunate enough to miss the car? Yes, absolutely. Are you an idiot? Yes, you are. Because we're living in a physical world. Do you understand we came here with limitations for a reason? We wanted to experience this. We wanted to experience our growth. Yes, I do believe we can heal ourselves. Yes, I do believe we can reverse diseases, all of them. But can you stand in front of a speeding truck heading right towards you and say it's not going to hurt me? Well, damn, if you're that good, then you don't need to be on this earth anyway. And when that truck hits you, it's fine that you've crossed to the other side. So we've got to be smart. So therefore, then there is nothing wrong with being cautious of the way you take care of yourself to prevent yourself from getting the coronavirus. Now, there is a very strong way to prevent the, cor the coronavirus or any disease. Every bit of information that is coming to us on the earth is supposed to be filtered through your spiritual understanding and beliefs. Your intuition, your connection to the higher self will tell you what you need to do if you've got the channels open. Yes, our greatest spiritual leaders were told you should move here. Did not, in the story, did not an angel come to Joseph and Mary, specifically to Joseph, and say, take your wife and your baby and leave Bethlehem? Because there are forces that are coming that are going to kill all the other babies and you need to be safe and leave. Okay, why was that written in? Even if it didn't happen or it did happen exactly like that, the point of the story is that our connection to source, to spirit, will always guide us, warn us, protect us. 
Okay, and sometimes the way it guides and warns us and protects us is through other people, is through your doctor. Not all doctors. We cannot demonize all doctors for goodness sake. Oh, yes. Now, nobody. Now, everybody who's supposed to be walking a spiritual path is never supposed to listen to what a doctor has to say. Oh, my God. Okay. well, it's very frustrating. You don't want to. It's not a fine line either. I know it's really hard. Well, then what do you listen to? The doctors are saying that I need all of this chemo. You listen to your body. You meditate on it. You filter the information. Okay, this is what I'm being told. Do I need to do this? What do I need to do? I need to increase my belief systems. No, I don't need to do this treatment, but it's okay to do this treatment. We have that guidance system. And there is nothing wrong with following some of the prescribed methods today. We've got a physical body. You know, they're not because we think of money, 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 money. Yes, I know the pharmaceutical company is making a lot of money, you know, and they're ruling certain things. But I don't truly believe they're letting people die so that they can make a ton of money off of curing cancer or, or medicine for fighting cancer. I, I don't I truly don't believe that people get involved in that saying, well, I don't give a shit how many people die. This as long as I'm making my money. Now, that doesn't mean that they're maybe not as motivated. Maybe some of the money that they are making for sure is closing down some inspirational blocks. But I know that there are people that are devoted to trying to cure that are trying to fix, they do come out with cures. I mean, was Louis Pasteur who created an antibiotic, was he demonized or something? You know, because he started it, he created an antibiotic. Now nobody takes an antibiotic that's supposedly in the spiritual or alternative realm because it's supposed to be killing you, the antibiotic. Well, it saved a lot of people, it helped a lot of people, it kept us from suffering a lot. We gotta balance this out, that's what I'm saying. We need to balance it all out. And we're forgetting our spirituality. You know, God inspired everybody on this earth, including the pharmaceutical company. We can't turn around and think well, there is no devil, there is no demon. And now just because they are making money that they're now evil, they were inspired too. Doctors were inspired, even lawyers were inspired. Now, granted that we can go astray and a lot of people have, all right? And money will do that. Money can make people go astray and forget their connection to source. Remember, Jesus said you can only have one God. It's either money or it's either God. Well, that's the reason why. Because if you care only about money, yes, you can go astray. But that doesn't mean everybody in the field. Yes, there may be some media people out there that, that are getting off on dramatizing the coronavirus. There may be. But that doesn't mean everybody is. And here's the truth of that. I mean, you can get people like... Fox News, they are absolutely getting off on dramatizing and lying. So you can have your media people that are using their platform and their format for the wrong reason, right, to attack. Um, so you do that. And I'm sure there, there are some on, on the other side that are doing the exact same thing, but not everybody. 
So we need a clear head. That's the most one part one, clear head, clear out the garbage in your head and clear out the garbage in your heart. I have told people this over and over. People who have come to all my classes know that no matter what I teach, I also work with them on teaching them how to heal themselves, how to take care of their issues because that is the area that's going to allow you to filter the most. The cleaner you are, the clearer you are. The more you have worked on yourself and you don't have to be perfect, the clearer the message will be, the clearer the guidance will be, the filtration will be better. You'll know what to listen to. So for example, my wife and I, okay, um, uh, we did, we happened to have passed through Tampa Airport just at the same time as one of the other people um, who has passed through, and um, I think she's over in Charlotte, and there were cases in Tampa, Florida, because of that, and we happened to be at that airport. We weren't at the same airline, and so we are paying attention to how we're feeling, and we've been feeling pretty good, though my wife had a chick tickle in the chest. Now, here's another issue coming out. Right now, over here in North Carolina, it's um, pollen season. And so now allergies are coming out. So, so just because you start coughing doesn't mean you have the coronavirus. Now, it doesn't mean you ignore it either. So she started coughing and we're paying attention and seeing, all right, if there's a fever that comes along, we know we need to get in touch with the doctor. Okay, but there is no fever. And she's really only coughing more at night after the day has gone by, which is what allergies tend to do. They tend to get worse at night and pollen here can get really bad. So are we being precautious? Yes, we're just going to watch out. We're going to look. We bought our vitamin C. We're upping it. Great. No problem. We'll watch it. We'll see. She's doing fine. I'm doing fine. So, you know, chances are there is absolutely nothing for us to worry about. But I'm not going to be stupid and ignore it either, because this is what happened when I was stupid and I ignored it. OK, back in 2017, if any of you remember, I had a heart attack. I had a heart attack because I was ignoring two things. I was ignoring a fear that I had about myself. I wasn't paying attention, and that clogged my heart, my self-love. And I was ignoring the fact that my cholesterol was higher. I thought I was taking care of it naturally. It wasn't working naturally. And I wound up with a 99% blockage in one of my arteries off of the Widowmaker. The Widowmaker is the artery that when anybody has a blockage there, they tend not to um, become alive, that most men die of, of those type of heart attacks and blockage, right? So I had actually been walking around with that blockage, that 99% blockage for three weeks. And then finally, I had a pain that brought me to the hospital. They immediately went in, did an angioplasty, found out that I had the blockage, put in a stint, but turned around and told me, you have absolutely no heart damage. You are a miracle. Um, that is wonderful. You can act as if you never even had a heart attack. So the work that I had done, I truly believe, built up my spiritual bank to take care of me. So in my moments of not taking care of myself, my bank, my spiritual bank kicked in and, and helped me and saved me. They thought that I should have actually died from that type of a blockage. 
but they said that my heart is that of like a, an athlete and I was never an athlete, okay? But I did do a lot of loving. So yes, things will happen. Things will happen. You might get sick, but you don't have to you don't have to um, uh, be in a giant car wreck because of that. And um, and and yes, things things are going to. We're human, right? We're physical bodies. Remember, we are physical bodies. But like I said, the reason why I brought up that story is because if you ignore your physical body, things can happen. Just having a spiritual attitude alone is not enough. Your spiritual attitude should make you take care of your body. Your spiritual attitude cannot protect you from life. It's not meant to just make everything not happen. You, if, if you don't want to be subject to physicality anymore, then you need to be on the other side. Then you need to be in spirit and forget about incarnating here. But as long as you are here, in this lifetime, in this physical world, you're meant to pay attention to certain things. So no, don't become hysterical. There is no reason for every a package of toilet paper to be sold out. Not everybody in the world is gonna get quarantined for 14 days, oh my goodness. But they do that over here in North Carolina. As soon as they tell everybody that we're gonna have a snowstorm, every bottle of water, milk, package of bread are all sold out before it even comes and nothing ever happens, okay? But that is what we do. Because we've forgotten who we are and we no longer are connected to source and fear power, feel powerful and strong, we feel weak. And so we feel vulnerable and susceptible and think everything is going to get us. Don't worry about that. So while I wind up here, we're coming to an end. Don't attack other people for their fear. Other people, stop being so afraid and start relying on your spiritual understanding and open up that doorway and passageway to your connection and guidance. Heal yourself, pay attention, take care of body, mind, and spirit, and you will get through this, I promise you. This is Vincent Jenna coming to you from the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Please listen to all the other hosts here. They're fabulous. Um, Suzanne Giesman has an incredible show and journey. I was on her show. Go listen to that podcast. I will join you next week. And I've got incredible guests coming up, including the author of What the Bleep. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.